0: As a side note, uh, every parish I've gone to, I've tried to strip out the gathering area uh, of uh, the ads and the the stuff and the way to collect money and all those things so that when people come into our church, the first thing they don't see is what we want from them. Yeah, and I got that from my first pastor, Father John Klein, who one day before a mass, he came out, and there was Girl Scouts selling cookies. There was this organization doing this in the gathering of the church, and he said, you have turned my father's house into a marketplace. <laughs> um, that has nothing to do with this. Uh, I uh, told, I think, Matt, that this feast this morning... When I opened my breviary and saw this feast, I, I, I literally started to cry for joy. Um, I'm at a point in my life for the last couple months where a lot of the political games in the church, a lot of the darkness is really starting to weigh me down. And I found myself in the middle of some of these fights just to keep our eyes on the prize. As a church and uh, it's dark and it's sorrowful some days it's hard to see that part of the church and it always blows me away how much of that hurt and anxiety and anger goes away the minute I start praying with you and that's what this feast day in many ways is about it really is it's our recognition that there is no evil within the church that has any chance at outpowering the good. And in the end, you and I can have some vague hope that the people at the top of the food chain will get it. We can have some vague hope that our our leaders will, will understand. But here's what we know. The thing that makes you and I holy Is that zeal for God's house that some days consumes us that in some ways the longing for the church to be to act like what she is is so strong it hurts and that's actually a good sign in us a sign that we understand what we're supposed to be as a church not mitigators of liability Not reeds swayed by the wind of popular and, and current fads, but people in love with love and who understand that we're loved. Where that zeal can go south is when we forget that we need to have that zeal for us too. That it's not just the church, we're the church. We need to get better we need to recognize the gap between who we are and who god has called us to be zeal for the lord's house must consume us and push us to pray for the church and also to be aware of the ways we are a part of the problem i'm sure you've heard that wonderful story of gk chesterton who was invited to write an essay on what's wrong with the world. And he wrote the essay in no time at all. And he, he was awarded for his, his answer, which I will now quote to you in its entirety. The problem in the world today is me. That was his answer. You and I can be the men and women God has called, called us to be. We need to burn for that. And every time our frustration with the church kind of boils up, we need to remember, oh, I'm the church. And I can't control bishops. I can't control the people in charge. All I've got is me. So make me holy, Lord, so that the church can be holy. Amen? Amen. Okay.